This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew 4.4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9-11. through 11. We are deceiving ourselves if we believe we can continue in unrighteousness, sin, and inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9-11 through 11 read, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor exhorters will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. The devil today likes to convince us, deceive us, with the idea that we can hold on to our sins, to our unrighteousness, and not repent of them, and inherit the kingdom of God. He's been doing this all the way back in the beginning. In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 5, he deceived the woman by saying this, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. We all know the story of Adam and Eve and partaking of the fruit that they were not to eat of. When God had commanded them that they could not eat of this tree, they were free to eat from all the other trees, but of this singular tree, he gave them a warning. And he said, the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. And so the deceiver came into the picture and he deceived them that they would not surely die after eating this fruit. The serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. And she was deceived. She thought that she could remain in the garden remain with God and sin in her life. And then she offered it to her husband, and her husband sinned as well. And the devil deceived them. How we live today is vitally important to our Christianity. But we have to realize that sin has to be repented of. We cannot continue in sin that grace may abound, Romans chapter 6 and verse 1. But the devil is the deceiver. And if we believe him, we are deceived. If we believe that we can take these sins that we have in our lives and inherit the kingdom of God with them still intact and not forgiven, then we are deceived. And Paul tells the Corinthian brethren, do not be deceived. Why? Because this is so dangerous. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Just as it was death for Adam and Eve to eat that fruit, it's death for us to allow sin to stay in our lives. The wages of sin is still death. But yet there are so many people in the world that 
say, well, we don't have to go to church in order to go to heaven. We don't have to do this or we don't have to do that. We know God says this, but we can continue in our sins. We can continue smoking that cigarette, drinking that alcohol, and God's going to forgive me. He knows my heart, right? Well, Paul told the Corinthian brethren, do not be deceived. In Revelation chapter 12, and verse 9, it says, So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. The devil's purpose is to deceive us. He's evil, and he wants us to be condemned alongside him. And so... He is out deceiving the world. He is, he is laying traps for us so that we won't go to heaven. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, it calls him a lion that is seeking after his prey. And he knows what he's doing. But we can't be deceived by him as Adam and Eve were and got kicked out of the garden because of it and died spiritually. We need to be aware of his devices. We need to be aware that he is trying to deceive us and that God wants what's best for us. In John chapter 8 and verse 44 it says, You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it you see he is a liar and he's going to tell us anything that he has to in order to deceive us but paul brings it out and he shows us he says do you not know the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of god do not be deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor reviles, nor exhorters will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, as all of us are. We all have sin in our lives. The only difference between a sinner and a child of God who's forgiven is the child of God recognizes it and is, has godly sorrow in their lives and repents of it and comes back to God and is not deceived that we can continue in sin, that grace may abound. Don't let the father of lies lie to you and get away with it. If you're living in some type of sin today, come out of it, repent of it, because it will not inherit the kingdom of God. Talking about that verse that we're talking about in Romans chapter 6 and verse 1, it says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? In verse 11 of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and it says, And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. You see, we were washed from these sins. We died, according to Romans chapter 6, verse 2. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer therein? If we are dead to sin, then let's not let it deceive us that we can continue living in it. Because grace is not going to cover sin that we refuse to come out of. 
in our lives. So we need to be careful that we're not walking in unrighteousness and that we are staying as far away from it as we possibly can. Notice with me 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and we're going to look at verse... Uh, 33 and 34 first. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 33 and 34. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. And again, we see this idea here. Do not be deceived. Evil companions corrupt good habits. We cannot keep company with people that are living a sinful lifestyle and believe that it's not going to rub off on us but 34 verse 34 the beginning of verse 34 is the what i wanted to point out from this verse we need to awake to righteousness we need to awake to righteousness and quit being deceived or being asleep and thinking that our sin is going to be okay well god knows my heart he's going to forgive me Remember what he said in Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5, when he said, I tell you, nay, unless you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Unless we repent and get rid of that sin in our lives, unless we awake to righteousness and realize what we're doing, then we're going to perish. And that is the unfortunate truth to a lot of people in the world today that are asleep spiritually because they do not realize how dangerous their sin is in their lives. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 50, it says, Now this I say, brethren, the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Now, this is talking about our flesh and blood body. But it's true of heaven as well. Heaven is going to be a perfect place, free of sin, where the former things of this world have passed away. But we need to realize that sin is not going to inherit it. Incorruption is not going to go to heaven. We've got to understand that we have to wash that out of our lives. We have to be covered by the blood of Christ. We have to be sanctified. We have to be different than the world. Do not love the world nor the things that are in the world. For all that is of the world, lust of flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father. You see, those three things, the way that we can be tempted by the devil, they are not of the Father. We've got to sanctify ourselves from that. We've got to allow God to wash us by obedience to him and his word so that we are incorruptible. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 52. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. Now this talking again about our, our body is going to be changed but we have to be incorruptible. We have to be covered by the blood of Christ if we're going to inherit the kingdom of God. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 26 and verses 19 through 21, I'm sorry, says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, 
drunkenness, revilers, and the like, of which I tell you before, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is something that the Bible says over and over and over again. And we need to remember that we've got to walk in the Spirit if we're going to inherit the kingdom of God. The very next verse, in verse 22 of Galatians chapter 5, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. That's how we have to live if we're going to inherit the kingdom of God. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 4 through 7, it says, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for the saints. We've got to be a people that's not even letting these things be named uh, <clears throat> among us. We've got to put those things away from us because evil companions corrupt good morals. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 33 we can't let sin just remain in our lives. And then he goes on in verse 4 to say, Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, or covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in, of the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. If they're telling you you can go to heaven, oh, God just knows your heart. You're okay. Just You don't have to change. God knows that you're weak. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Those are empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Do not let empty words deceive you. Change your life be right with God if they these things are in your life because they will not inherit the kingdom of God we cannot go against God and believe that we're going to be welcomed into heaven in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 9 through 12 it says the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. If we do not love the truth, we're, we are going to be deceived by the devil. We have to love the truth and understand that we need to be sanctified by it. We need to be changed by it. We need to repent when we are living in unrighteousness or sin. We cannot take pleasure in unrighteousness or we will all be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness because we will be separated from God. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 and 2. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hid his face from you so that he will not hear. If we are separated from God, we can't go to heaven where he's going to be. But the blessing in all of this is he sent his son so that we could have everlasting life. All we have to do is repent and be obedient to him because that's what he wants for us. That's the reason Jesus came. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke 19 and verse 10.
So, as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives. Digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.